This Shabbos, it's the, we read parashas, two parashas, Matas and Masai. And we with, with that, we finish Sefer Bamidbar. So let's talk about parashas Masai, which is the end of Sefer Bamidbar, and see, discuss why, how it's appropriate that that's the end of Sefer Bamidbar. And further, let's see if we can connect that to the Zman, what's going on now, so we're at second Shabbos during the three weeks. We do know that Pasha Samatsi Samatse, according to our calendar, are always read during the three weeks. Let's see if we can make a connection there as well. So Pasha Samatse, which literally means, Masse means travels, because Pasha Samatse starts off listing off all the different places where the Jews traveled in the Midbar. That's what Pasha Samatse is. Pasha Samatse finishes off the very last Pasha. Parshas Masay talks about how the Benayi Slavchad married people from their Shevet. Who were the Benayi Slavchad? We learned in Parshas Pinchas that the Benayi Slavchad were the children of Slavchad, the daughters of Slavchad ben Chefer. He had no sons, and it was introduced that uh, in, for Yerusha, for inheritance, when someone has no sons, his daughters will inherit him, and that was introduced via the Benayi Slavchad. But for this specific generation, there was a rule that said, because this, this, this inheritance was the inheritance of the land in Eretz Yisrael, so there was a special rule for this generation that women, daughters who inherited their father, had to marry men from their own shevet. That was prescribed. And, right, for that, for, for, the, for this, but, but that's only true for this generation. In subsequent generations, that's no longer true. And the Sefer Bamidra finishes off, finishes off with, with telling us that the daughters of, of Tzlavchad actually did that, married men from the Shevet of Menashe, ben Yisef, which was their Shevet. So we, we, let's discuss why that should be the last thing in Sefer Bamidbar. How is that appropriate? I mean, what, what's, what, what's the message? Where in lies there? And what does it have to do with Sefer Bamidbar as a whole? That this is how we finish it off. Almost immediately preceding that is the parasha of actually immediately preceding that is the parasha of a retzach, a murderer whether it's a murderer, primarily it talks about a murderer who does it by does it by accident he has to run to one of the Ari Miklat to be saved there, to stay there and also, but also talks about someone who kills somebody by maze, it also is intentionally is brought in the parasha as well, so why is murder and then the Bonus Tavka, why is that how we finish off Sefer Bamidbar, which is finished off but Parashas Masa, which talks about the travels. Is there a connection here between all these, all of these concepts? So, so let's talk about, let's talk about, say, about Midbar in general, and just read one line from the Ramban. The Ramban in the Akdama, in the preface to, to Sefer Bar Midbar, the Ramban writes that Sefer Bar Midbar ain't b'Sefer Hazeh Mitzvahs Nehagas L'Dayres Zulasi Ktsas Mitzvahs. There are in the Sefer Bar Midbar, there are not many mitzvahs that are relevant Lidiris for all generations. Most of the stuff that's discussed in Sefer by Midbar was, was relevant for that time and stories that happened during that time. Of course, everything in the Torah is relevant always, but I'm talking specific halachas that you have to, that you have to fulfill. And except for the Karbonis, which really started in Vayikra, and that just a little bit was completed over here in Sefer by Midbar. So we see Sefer by Midbar is sort of a transitory Sefer because it's, it's just about things that happened in Sefer by Midbar Obviously, always important and relevant forever, but there was a bad stuff that happened at that time. Well, saying Sefer by Midbar, it makes sense. Sefer by Midbar is when they were traveling in the desert. They were traveling, and that's what it's talking about, to traveling. As we, so we can look at when we travel, 
There's two ways to look at travel. You could say, I'm looking at travel. When one goes on vacation, they travel for the purpose of traveling. But when you're traveling to get to a destination, the, per- the goal of your traveling is to reach the destination. The traveling is, is just a way to reach your goal, to reach your destination. That's what traveling is. And so Sefer Bar Midbar was something which was not the always relevant, not mitzvahs that are, that are applicable always, because it's just as we were traveling to get, we left Mitzrayim, after we received the Torah, and we're going from, we, we had to be in the mid-desert for 40 years, and we traveled those 40 years, and then we came to Sefer Zvarim, which was that right before we entered Eretz Yisrael. So it's about the traveling, so it's only things which are relevant for the time of travel, which is not, which is not a permanent sort of state of being. So that's a travel. So we can, and then we can understand why we finish off Sefer Bar Midbar with the story that the Bonet Stavka did fulfill what they had to do, because that was something which was a mitzvah with only the Dairus, only for that one generation of going to Eretz Yisrael, a woman who inherited her father could have had to marry someone from her shevet. So that's what we finish off Sefer Bar Midbar, because that's what Bar Midbar is all about, things which are only relevant for a time. Even though relevant is not a great word to describe that, because... But, right. yeah, but, yeah, but you understand my point. And, and, and that's what Parshas Masse is the end of Sefer Bamidbar. It talks about travels, because that's what Bamidbar is. That Bamidbar is about the travels. Travels which were to get us to a goal. But how does that pertain to murder? What does murder have to do with that? Right? So, murder, what is murder? Murder was you kill somebody. <laughs> that's what murder is. But the morale explains. If we look at murder, we know a person, a person, a living person, is, is a composite of a, of a guf and a neshama. Soul, a body, and the body is physical, and the soul is is is, is spiritual. In, in everything in life can be looked at sort of as um, having a what's called chaymer and sura, having the physical matter, and then the sura is the point, is the idea, is is what what is what it's meant to accomplish and achieve. So a body, a physical body, it, the main part about it is is the soul, the soul, which that's what we're trying to accomplish. The soul is more permanent than the body. The body is. A temporary sort of housing for the soul. Together, they accomplish great things. But the, the the body is is brought to its fulfillment through its connection to the soul, right? That that we can so see it that way. So when murder, when one murders someone, so so first of all, when one murders someone else, they can't kill the person's soul. They're only killing the body. But but more than that, they're separating the body from the soul. They're causing a separation. They're causing what we call that chaimer, that physical matter, to lose its surah, to lose its shape, to lose its form, to lose its concept, to lose what it can accomplish. That's what murder does. That's what murder is. Now, based on one way which is explained, say for Midbar, that's about this transitory, about this uh, the, the path towards getting to where we want to be. So you could also see that in, in, in an analysis of Chaymer and Surah, of this shape, physical matter, and the Surah, and the shape, and the purpose of what it is, that's also, the, the, the physical matter is just a way to accomplish things for the for the spiritual, for, for the for the for the for the neshama, for the tsura, right? So therefore, when someone when one we could see we could already see a connection when somebody commits murder, they're disconnecting the 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 temporary physical body from its purpose, and it makes it like a, a journey without a, without a destination. It, that's that's what you're accomplishing, and you're stop or better said is you're you're stopping the journey of that body. Toward, towards it, towards towards where it, where it can go. That's what when someone when murders someone else, it's a terrible, horrible thing to do. You're stopping that person's journey and you're preventing it from going further. So, you, so the journey was a journey, as we've been explaining, say about Midbar, is a journey to get to a goal, to reach accomplishment, to get somewhere. When you kill somebody, you stop them, and then we can understand then why the fact why the rule is somebody kills somebody intentionally, 
So it's, it's a capital offense, and then he got killed. But if somebody kills someone accidentally, there's a concept that he has to run to near Mikla, to a city where he has to stay, he has to go into his own Golas, has to go into his own, you know, um, <coughs> excuse me, in Golas, he has to be out, out of society in the Ermiklat, but he has to go there. It says he has to travel there because we understand. And as a matter of fact, based on the Pesukim in, in, in Sefer Zwarim, the Mishnah, the, 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 we know the Mishnah tells some Makis that there were signs on the roads, uh, the roads were clear, you travel on the roads, Ari Miklat, Ari Miklat, Ari Miklat. Because what did you do when you killed somebody? You stopped his road, you stopped his traveling, you have to go travel out. Back to back to an Armilka to to sort of re- refine yourself after you've destroyed someone else's path in life. That's what, that, that 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 could potentially be an understanding. Why is why is murder the way we finish off Sefer by Midbar? Because murder also is about an ending of a path, whereas Sefer by Midbar is about the, taking about the path to reach a goal. When you murder someone, you stop that. You end that path. Now let's talk a little bit about about the period we're in, the three weeks, and and then we'll come back to the very end of the parasha, the Bnei Slavka, the. In, the, in Eicha, Pasik says that Darchei Tziyayin Avelos, the roads towards Tziyayin, the roads towards the Bismikdash were Avelos, were 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 sad and were in mourning, without without anybody going on that. The roads of Tziyayin were Avelos. We said that we're describing Sefer Bamidbar as the, the parsha about the path to reach somewhere, to go somewhere. Be in a path towards a goal, be in a path to an accomplishment. When it came to the Chorban, which Eich is describing, the roads of Tzion were in mourning because there was nobody going on there. Because it appeared to them there was no longer a goal to reach. The Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, they had no place to go, they had lost their connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That was the Darche Tzion, Avelis. The roads led to nowhere. And if the roads lead to nowhere, we have nowhere to go and we have no path to go on. However, the previous Pasuk also says, that what's referred to is because it means between the boundaries, between the walls, between the borders. We say it refers to Shavasar Thomas and Tishaba, but, but, but let's look at the physical, what, what the Pasuk is describing. Mitzarim, a narrow road. As a person is traveling and all of a sudden walls appear on both sides, the road is narrower and narrower. When a road is narrower, our path is more difficult, we have less choices, we, are, we, are, we, we, we have only one way to go. Our travels were limited by the destruction of the Beis Mikdash, by the Golas we came into, by the Averis which we did, and the punishments which came our way. Our travels were limited, and our, and our, and our choices were limited. And we were sent to the Golas, we were sent to punish, and we, and we suffered, and we suffered. And that's what happens when, that was the, that's the sadness of the Chorban. We lost our path. We had no path to go on. But we also need to see the flip side of that. When someone has less choices, when someone's road is narrower, his path is clearer. The Pasik says, those that ran after, they reached up to Ben Mitzrayim. We already spoke out once, means whoever runs after Hashem. But even without that, when our path is made narrow, our choices are made narrow, where we can go, it's clear where we have to go. When a person has to at the time of sadness, when he needs to accomplish what his goals are, it becomes much clearer what he wants to accomplish. So if Parshish by Midbar and Sefer by Midbar is about the path which we have to take to reach our goal, the, three, this, the sad time of the Chorban that commemorates the Chorban, the three weeks, is about a loss of our path, a loss of our way. But what we need to realize is that even when we have a loss of our way, it's called when the path becomes narrower, it becomes clear to us what we need to accomplish, it becomes clear to us how we're going to be, what we need to do to reconnect to our goal and to regenerate our path. But more than that is to recognize that no matter how bad things get, 
there is always a path. Maybe it's a narrow path, but there is a path which will allow us to get back to where we need to go. And no matter, and not only that, that's the Chorban that we had nationally, but it's also every individual person, any Tzara they have, sometimes we feel like we're stuck and, and there's nothing we can do to move forward. But we have to always realize the path may be narrower, but the path is there. We need to find that. We can seize that moment ourselves. And let's go back to the very end of the parsha. The very end of the parsha we said is that the B'nai Tzlovchad, they agreed to do the mitzvah, which is only for this generation, for this one time, was their specific path, what they needed to accomplish. They, they had, their, their father was going to lose his chalik barats because they said because he had no children. They went to Moshe Rabbeinu and said, no, you his daughters will, you his daughters, our children, you his daughters will, will inherit him, but you have to marry within his shevet. What, what are you going to accomplish marrying within his shevet? Then you're going to have a chalik barats. So we said, we're finishing off Sefer Midbar that they, since they did what they had to do for their personal path, they were zaychet to get a chilek um, in, the, in the land of Eretz Yisrael. And so too, that's what we're talking about, the path that we face in the Churban. If we will go down our path, our personal path, and as a nation as well, we will once again get also reach, get our chilek parts.